Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope they got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Clay Thompson back out there. The starters have not played great in this game. It's time for them to turn something up here. Curry with a dribble, shoots over Reeves. Up and good! Reeves right up on his grill. Curry knocked it down. It's a one-point game. Yeah, Steph Curry tried to get it going in the fourth quarter as he wound up finishing with 27 points in his return. First game since February 4th, but another bad start for the Warriors. A lot of fouling early. They got down 33-18 at the end of the first quarter, and the starters, for the most part, didn't play well in this game, as Tim Roy alluded to, and the Warriors go on to lose to the Lakers. Too much Anthony Davis down the stretch as well, as he goes for 39, gets to the free throw line 13 times, almost as many times for Davis as the Warriors' entire team, and they wind up losing this one again, 113-105, to 105, as we welcome you inside Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you for the next hour or so, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number. To participate in the program, you can give me a call or shoot me a text. The Xfinity Mobile text line is open. And another disappointing game for the Warriors on the road as uh, the five-game winning streak is over. Warriors losing for the first time since their last road game, which was also in Los Angeles against the Lakers as the Lakers take the season series against the Warriors by a 3-1 to one count and three wins here just in the last three weeks for the Lakers over the Warriors, the, the new-look Lakers. Uh, but two of those games without LeBron James, Steph Curry comes back, and with the Lakers not having D'Lo and not having LeBron, you just got the feeling like, like this was maybe the kind of game that the Warriors could get having seemingly shown signs of being able to turn things around on the home floor, but to, to no avail. Uh, the Warriors, again, got off to a bad start. 
It was 32-12 Lakers. That was the the largest lead of the game. Uh, Draymond got that the hand banged and came back with it wrapped up. It was just bad defense. The the offense was out of whack. Steve Kerr making the decision to go with Dante DiVincenzo in the starting lineup along with Steph Curry. Uh, DiVincenzo got the Wiggins spot. Jordan Poole went went back to the bench. Rough scoring afternoon for Jordan Poole. Rough shooting afternoon for Jordan Poole as well, although Poole was part of the group that helped the Warriors get back into the game, and, and the Warriors were able to get back into the game uh, over the end of the first and, and on into the second quarters as the Warriors uh, able to, to make that run, outscore the Lakers 36-22 in the second quarter, and it was just a one-point game at the half, and at that point you thought the Warriors really had action in, in this one, but they got hot from three in quarter number two, Warriors making eight of their 18 threes on the afternoon in that quarter, and it was really a, a cold shooting performance for the Warriors. Other than Curry getting hot down the stretch trying to, to make a run, he finished 5 of 13, but, but Curry tried to take this thing over uh, a little bit in, in that fourth quarter early, uh, but the Warriors just with not enough stops, too many fouls early in the game, some some key instances, some key stretches where they, they took a bad shot or couldn't quite get a make when they had the Lakers potentially on the ropes, and it was just a second quarter where it felt like the Warriors would climb back in it, Lakers would push it back out. Warriors would climb back in it to where you think that that, that could be the run that puts them over the top, but then Anthony Davis would be going to the free throw line uh, as well, and so just more of the same, basically, which I think is frustrating for this Warriors team as the key question coming into the game, how much of what the Warriors were able to do at home would translate onto the road. And this road loss, like so many of the road losses that preceded it, uh, just a lot of the same things. Just uh, some bad defense for extended stretches, that, that first quarter, especially the fourth quarter as well. Those are the two quarters that really did the Warriors in defensively uh, with the 33 points allowed in the first, 35 in the fourth as the Warriors were pushing and trying to come back and hit some shots. And as I alluded to, Steph Curry trying to do his thing to, to really get the Warriors to a point where uh, they had a shot at it in the closing minutes. So defensively, it was the first and fourth quarters. Offensively, it was the first and third quarters for the Warriors, 18 points apiece in the first and the third quarters. And as hot as the Warriors were in the second quarter with the eight three-point makes, they were that cold in the third quarter. At one point, the Warriors missed nine straight threes and were only down six up until the point where Anthony Lamb drained one to make it a 75-72 game, but to Anthony Lamb struggling mightily from three-point range, although he uh, two of five today, which you'll take the, the 40%, but uh, eight of 33 from three over the last 10 games, and it's been much less consistent as uh, Lamb plays in, in his 50th game, which is limit, uh, his limit for the, the two-way deal, so the Warriors going to have to make a decision on him moving forward. But uh, bottom line, as we react to this one, how much of today's performance, now with Steph back but also being on the road, you know, h- how do you feel about this team now? Not quite back yet, even though it looked this had the opportunity to really be an extension of what seemingly was, and I think a lot of people believed could be 
that turning point for the Warriors coming off of the, the homestand that they had in the 5-0 and with the, all of the wins over the Rockets and Timberwolves, Blazers, Clippers, and Pelicans here uh, at Chase Center going back to this last week. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors fall to 34-31, and and they had been fifth coming into play today in the Western Conference. They remain fifth, although the Timberwolves, who won in Sacramento last night, pick up a game on the Warriors. So Minnesota now just a half game back of the Warriors, who remain in fifth. The Warriors lose ground on the Suns, who won at Dallas in the early portion of the ABC Sunday Showcase doubleheader. Suns winning uh, with a Kevin Durant bucket late in that one and a defensive stop against Luka Doncic. Doncic missed a shot there, had an opportunity to tie that one. Suns go on to win, so the Warriors now two back of fourth, they're four back of third, and Sacramento, but uh, only a half game up now. When you lose, you start to look at who's chasing you. When you win, you start to look at who's in front of you, and today was a game where the Warriors lose, so you look at who's chasing you, and immediately that's Minnesota, and what a big win a week ago at chase for the Warriors over the Timberwolves. The reason that the, the Dubs able to come back in that game are now at a point where they are still ahead of Minnesota here by that half game moving on into the week. Dallas falls back to seventh. The Clippers are eighth. You got Utah and the Pelicans hanging on nine and ten. And of course the Lakers with the win. They think they're trying to get a little bit of momentum moving forward for themselves. Uh, to try and be a team that uh, would advance. And and I'll tell you, you look at the way the Warriors and Lakers played here, these three games with the new-look squad, and I know LeBron didn't play in a couple of them, but Anthony Davis was a force defensively in all of these games. Today he was a force offensively. I think you can file the Lakers into the category, and it's not like it's likely to line up where the Warriors would, would play the Lakers, although you never know if it winds up being a play-in tournament-type scenario. That's really the only way they would play in all likelihood in, the, in the, the postseason. But this is a matchup that I think has really frustrated the, the Warriors. The new-look Lakers have skilled size at Anthony Davis, and they have some wing players that are athletic now and can defend a little bit and you know Schroeder at times can be a thorn in the in the Warriors side there's a little bit more toughness now with with Beasley Troy Brown Jr hurt the Warriors in this game today 4 of 7 from three point range and there wasn't a high volume of threes but there were a lot of timely makes and a lot of makes early Austin Reeves hurts the Warriors 3 of 5 from three really Reeves and Troy Brown Jr they combine in this game to go 7-12 to from three, and those were all huge, huge shots that the uh, Lakers needed here in this game to ultimately prevail. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson on Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game as the Warriors fall to 34-31. and uh, Let's get into this one. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We hope to hear from Draymond Greed as well from down at Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles between now and about 4.30 here on 95.7 The Game. But the bottom line thoughts for me on this one, more bad defense early, more just inconsistent offense for long stretches and the starters in this game. Curry got it rolling. It was kind of the typical Curry comeback game. It feels like Curry always starts slow in the comeback game, but then by the end of that game shows you that that he's back and and ready to to get on a run and I, I felt today was kind of on brand for Curry slow start didn't shoot it well overall but but you could feel 
his force and, and his will trying to pull this team toward the finish line and, and try and steal one after they got down 32-12 and got down 33-18. So I think while Curry did not play well overall and was a minus 12 in this game, you know, first game back, he's sort of absolved from that. Clay Thompson was bad in this game today, bad defensively. Uh, his shots a little bit more inconsistently found and I think that's a rhythm that has to build now for this team down the stretch with 17 games to go the defense on the road has always been something but I don't think the offense has necessarily been good enough consistently enough bad shots few too many just untimely turnovers even in a game where the turnovers weren't the biggest problem for the Warriors and inability to finish inside when they had buckets to be made at the rim and just too many players on the floor offensively together at times that just can't make a shot, which I think is why it led to Anthony Lamb playing 27 minutes in what was his 50th game in terms of his eligibility. Jonathan Kaminga was bad. We all, you know, Jonathan Kaminga had been excellent, and young players typically play better at home. He'd been excellent on the homestand. He was bad early, missed defensive assignments. The Lakers were treating him as if he was Russell Westbrook. You can have any three you want, and Kaminga, who didn't handle that particularly well the last time these two teams played, didn't handle it well tonight. He was ineffective a couple of times, getting to the basket as well, not calm with his finishes. And again, poor defense and a turnover and you know, Steve Kerr now with other options. And this is part of what we talked about with Iguodala back in the fold. And we'll get to Iguodala coming up because I think Iguodala was one of the positives from, from this game for the Warriors. But with other options, Kaminga is still a role player. And if Kaminga isn't going to play well, then he isn't going to play. And I think you know he falled in, falls into that category of... Can you fit your game into a smaller box with less margin for error because there are more options now with a deeper team for Steve Kerr to tap on the shoulder and put in the game if you're not playing well? You're not going to get an opportunity to bounce back from your mistakes and continue to put a positive imprint on the game as regularly if you play poorly early in the game. And Kaminga was awful early in the game. Ended up being a minus 15, 13 minutes tonight. And there were just too many times where... Was it going to be Kaminga and Draymond on the floor? Looney was out there. Looney got it handed to him in this game tonight. Only 20 minutes, but a minus 26 in those 20 minutes. When he was on the floor at the beginning of each quarter, the Warriors were awful. And you know Davis did his thing uh, against the, the Warriors inside. And, you know, today, and, and for whatever reason, it doesn't always bite the Warriors, but it's bitten the Warriors in this matchup against the Lakers with some of their length and their defensive scheme. The Draymond-Looney combination has not worked against the Lakers. The, you know, Draymond-Kaminga combination doesn't, doesn't fit. This was not a Jermichael Green game because of the, the Lakers' size. And Iguodala, for all of the positive things that he brought, man, Iguodala got out there for about two minutes and looked like he was gassed but put a positive imprint on the game. He was a plus 14 in the first half and and really a part of the, the Warriors getting back into the game with the big second quarter as he started at the top of that quarter. So Steve Kerr has a trusted option there to go to, but, but the familiar theme for all of these players that I'm talking about is their weakness is their outside shot. And for the weakness to be the outside shot, that's where... 
you do lean toward wanting to have more shooting on the floor, and that's where Anthony Lamb winds up getting minutes. Jordan Poole struggled, uh, was a part of the, the positive lineups, but in his 28 minutes, a couple of turnovers, didn't shoot it well. Again, struggling to kind of find his game. He was good early as the Warriors were trying to get back into the game and help them get back into the game, but didn't have many other makes really the whole game other than that that one stretch. And he's somebody with DiVincenzo, vaulting up the depth chart a little bit and getting the start for Wiggins. He got the nod, but Vincenzo wasn't a shot maker in the game tonight. Did a lot of the glue things, but only 11 points on 2 of 8 and 2 of 6 from 3. Warriors did hit 18 threes, but it was a 34.6% clip, so it wasn't uh, extremely efficient. And the Warriors are just searching for floor balance, I thought, searching to have enough shooters on the floor against a Lakers team that that really wants to dare the non-shooters to take the bulk of the shots, and I think they were out of rhythm, the Warriors were in large part because of that, and really the only times it felt like the Warriors were in the game were when they got hot in a couple of red-hot stretches, that eight in the second quarter, and then and then a little bit in the fourth quarter to try to push forward, but other than that, it was a lot of clanking in the first and third quarters enough to do the Warriors in. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson on Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Lakers 113, Warriors 105. Warriors' five-game winning streak is over. Warriors dip now back to 7-24 and on the road. 27 and 7 at home and they're going to have to figure out the road thing a little bit here between now and the end of the season with 17 to go and 10 of the 17 away from Chase Center. Let's get to the phones. Kevin in Pleasanton is up here on Warriors wrap up this afternoon on 95.7 the game. What's going on Kevin? How you doing? Hey, uh JD, hey, I'm glad to talk to you man cuz you're one of the more knowledgeable guys. You 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 talk basketball versus fandom. So, I just want to say this. This is more like a a comment to Kerr. Please, please, Kerr, do not shorten the leash on Kaminga, man. You can't have him playing 25 minutes plus, make mistakes, but does well. But then makes a few mistakes and you pull him. He's looking over at the bench. He's not going to play well. J.D., you said it earlier about the matchups. You, you can break down the Fiji. Um, I can't even say his name. Lamb make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. The game was full of mistakes. Let Kaminga play. Let him play, Steve, please. And then one question for you, J.D. Did Iguodala play in the uh, G League at all to get you know get his legs back underneath him? He didn't play in any games, but they brought, they brought some guys up from the G League to San Francisco, and they, they had a little scrimmage run. They just kind of picked teams and went up and down at, at Chase with, with some of those guys uh, from, from the G League squad. But he, did, he didn't play in any formal games, Kevin. My point thanks, is, thanks is call. yeah, go ahead. Iggy needs, Iggy needs some run, man, with the G League team. You, you got to let him get, get his legs underneath him, man. It's not fair to have him take minutes away from other guys that have been playing. So, come on, Steve. This is the same thing you did kind of last year, and then next thing you know, Camino just fell off the map. So, please, dude, let the kid play, man. We all love him. Yeah, thanks for the call. I, 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 you know, I hear you, Kevin. I think you're speaking for a lot of Warrior fans. And I, and I was kind of having a back and forth with a bunch of people on Twitter here and the in-between, the game ending and, and Warriors wrap-up starting here with with Tim and, and, and Jim breaking things down. And, and I was going back and forth with some folks. You know, Iguodala back and Kaminga not playing well early is a combination for 
Kaminga to play less. Uh, it's just one more option that Steve Kerr has. When Wiggins comes back, that's Kaminga's probably going to play less. I think they're going to probably play DiVincenzo more at forward in certain lineups as well. And then GP2 is another one. If GP2 comes back, I think that gives Steve Kerr you know, a reason if Kaminga he'll go to him for a spark but and, and I do think he plans to be in the rotation down the stretch and in the playoffs but when you look at it it's he's got to play well role players have to play well or provide a specific skill if they don't play well that others on the team don't have you know, in an attempt to balance the other players that are on the floor, and I think as frustrating as it is for a lot of Warrior fans, that's why Anthony Lamb gets the nod at times over Kaminga. And I know Kerr said he likes playing them both together. Lamb got more minutes because Lamb is at least a threat to knock down a three and more of a steadying ball mover as well, and, and he's just a trusted player. There's a, there's a you know, he's not going to make as many catastrophic mistakes is what the coaching staff will tell you is that that he may make some mistakes but he's also going to just be steady for the most part and make the kind of mistakes that don't kill you you at times lamb still makes a lot of the mistakes that that kill you you know into the quarter he took a three when the Warriors could have run the clock down and then gave up a three at the other end at the end of the third and that was a quick little three-point swing. I think Reeves walked into a three at the end of the quarter after Lamb took one, and Poole kind of hit it. You know, it was it was a wide-open shot, but Poole kind of went a little too soon and kicking it to him, and, and Lamb took it. And it, so, like, th- there are little subtle losing plays that happen with Anthony Lamb, too. He's somebody that the opposition always looks to cook defensively. So I'm not saying he's a perfect player at all, but he provides a skill that Kaminga doesn't and that a lot of these other warrior forwards don't. And so I think that's where he gets the run over Kaminga. Again, Iguodala being back is not good for Kaminga because it's one more trusted player that Steve Kerr is going to go to. GP2, another one. Like I still think Kaminga is probably in the top nine, but I've said it and people have bristled at me when I've said it. You know, if GP2 is back and healthy, he's he's playing. DiVincenzo's playing. Poole's playing. Like Those three are playing. Kaminga is probably playing too. But it's not going to be anywhere close to the amount of minutes that he's played lately unless he gets the opportunity and plays pretty well. 888-957-9570. More Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Let's go ahead and pause for the top-of-the-hour ID before we get to another phone call. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM in HD1 San Francisco. Always live on Twitch, YouTube, and the free Odyssey app. All right, 888-957-9570. Let's, let's go to Chris in Oakland here next on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Chris? Hey, J.D., how you doing, man? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, huge fan of you and the show and everything. Uh, keep up the good work. I just wanted to chime in. I, I, I got on to your show late, but I just wanted to say, you know, um, the positive, it's always, it's always bad when you're losing, especially when it's around this time because the Western Conference is so tight. And uh, a loss is like a really big loss going down the standings or whatnot. But I wanted to say, taking away the last six games, man, it, the Warriors' um, ability to come back from double-digit deficits have been, really been a positive. Um, seeing Steph and Andre back on the floor is, is definitely a big positive. Like, like I said, although we would want the W, 
I think that it's still huge to build on um, going forward and trying to make this playoff run and, and get good seating. Uh, one thing I wanted to get your take on is, is you know, even Chendro starting, I believe, at the three, as opposed to maybe Poole starting with the starting lineup. I know Poole's primary goal is a six-man, but I was wondering why did why why did uh, DiVincenzo start um, instead of Poole? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, defense and playmaking, and the the fact that that Steph, Clay, and Poole together has not been as positive a lineup in terms of the plus minus as it was last year uh, in the playoffs in particular. The Warriors hadn't hadn't really been able to unleash that lineup a lot because of injuries last year, and then they did it in the Denver series, and, and initially in the Denver series, it it really lit the fuse for, for the 3 nothing lead that the Warriors had in that series. But it's been harder for Steph and – I'm sorry, harder for Clay and Poole really to – to coexist on the floor and be in a rhythm together, and Poole just hasn't played well. Like that's the that, that's the reality. Poole hasn't played well, and you know Divincenzo has played well, and I think Steve Kerr went with rebounding and defense and the ability to pass and a little bit more size. Now they're both guard sized players, but a little bit more size against the Lakers who have wing size in Malik Beasley and, and, and Troy Brown Jr. and Vanderbilt, who starts alongside Anthony Davis. So uh, that was one of the key questions coming into this game is would Steve Kerr go with Poole? Would Steve Kerr go with Baby Kaminga? Would he go with DiVincenzo? I had a hunch he would go with DiVincenzo, and he wound up going with DiVincenzo. And, and, and look, DiVincenzo didn't didn't score today. Today was a day where they needed him to to be more efficient and score a little bit more. He did a lot of the other things that he does, six assists and ball movement and all of that, but I I think it was twofold. I think it was a statement that that Kerr wants a little bit more defense and rebounding and glue in that lineup with Steph Clay, Draymond, and Kevon Looney, and I think it was also a statement that he acknowledges the fact that Jordan Poole has not played well this season, although he's helped them a lot with Steph out and he wants Jordan to get back into that sixth man role and get comfortable with that sixth man role which is the role that he's going to have when Wiggins is back and this team ultimately gets into either the play in tournament or or the playoffs and and is fighting to to try and make a run. So I, I think all of those things are part of it. It was a little surprising, but not really that surprising if you've been paying attention to how valuable DiVincenzo specifically has been in this stretch. And I, and I think the Warriors are looking for ways to try and get DiVincenzo more minutes and to be as effective as he has been in the time where Curry and Wiggins both haven't been out because he's been one of their most effective players in the games where Wiggins and, and Curry have both been out together. He hasn't been as effective for whatever reason when this team has been to hole, right? He again, it's it's in a way similar to what we were talking about with Kaminga, in the fact that more available, healthy rotation players means you got to fit that game into a smaller box, and and the Warriors have not, the role players just have not fit when the when they've had the main guys, a majority of the main guys available. It it, it just has not connected, and today you saw that whether it's bad first and third quarters offensively, whether it's bad first and fourth quarters defensively, 
it just hasn't quite connected and flowed in a rhythm. And again, on top of all of that, it's been primarily on the road. At home, they've been able to figure it out no matter what. You know, this was the quintessential game where at home, the Warriors, yeah, they get down 20 early. It's 15 into the first quarter. It's tied by the half, and the Warriors go on, and they win the game down the stretch at home. On the road, they've lost basically every one of these games down the stretch uh, as well. So 888-957-9570, Tim in North Carolina next here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. What's going on today, Tim? What's up, Jay? Good to talk to you, man. Hey, I think um, J.Y., so many people, you know, you say they could be calling for Kaminga, let him play through the mistakes and this and that. And I think, Jay, what, what it is, I know in my opinion, this playoff run, if we get to the playoffs, it's going to be different than last year. It's just going to be different. It's a lot more weapons out there. It's a lot more talent in the West. And I think this was the perfect opportunity. You're going to need this young man to be confident going into the playoffs. This was probably that perfect opportunity to see if he could have worked his way out of it in the second half. To get that confidence built back up, you're not really losing anything by letting that happen. And I think that's what we see. It's like you're going to need a confident person with that ability to help. And I don't think, Andre, if you look back at Kaminga's rookie year, a lot of his best moments on the court came when he was out there with Andre. I don't think that necessarily hurts Kaminga. Um, I, I genuinely just think that's why people call for it. I think, I think Jay, they go back and forth with you because it sounds like you're like happy when you're right that he's not going to play. But I think what I'm saying is I think we're going to need it. It's not so much I want to see Kaminga out there flashing, doing dunks, doing this. We need another option. We need a low force, a low post presence who can actually score. Yes, he was rushed today. He missed some shots that he normally would make. Give him an opportunity to work through it, J.D. We're going to need that. So that's all people are saying. It's not like, oh, I want to see the young guy out there flashing and doing dunks. If you know basketball, you know you're going to need that young man in this Western Conference to make a run. You're going to need a confident guy like him. Yeah, I I, I... I think you're on the. I, I think you're right, Tim. But I think there's too many other players that are going to get the nod, and, and I think that's just reality. And, and that's a fair point about Iguodala being out there with Kaminga. Iguodala did last year at times set Kaminga up and and put those two. It depends on who the other players are on the floor. You got to have shooters on the floor with them, and so I think that is a combination that that can work some of the time. And and look, I'm just trying to keep it real. It's it's not you know happiness or glee or anything like that when he doesn't play, but it just doesn't like people do tend to like. Well, why did he? He only played 13 minutes, and it's it, it's he's a role player, and like role players have to play well to continue to play. Like he is not carved in you know in stone. You know, put it on the on the on the lineup card in sharpie playing 25 30 minutes a game. He's been playing closer to that lately because the Warriors have had so many guys out and at times he has flourished. He really has flourished these last 5, but you got you got to be as effective in more limited time to keep getting time as the team gets healthier because there are just other players that as the rotation gets tighter are going to be tapped on the shoulder to, to go in the game. I mean, Kerr's going to play DiVincenzo. He, he's going to play Poole. He's going to play uh, Iguodala if Iguodala's healthy, and he's going to play Gary Payton a second if Gary Payton a second is healthy. And, it's, and, and this team really right now can't afford to take a step back and let Kaminga play through the mistakes. 
Like it, it's one thing to say, let him play through the mistakes so he's better for it come playoff time. And I get, Tim, that's what you're saying. Do that. And I think a lot of Warrior fans want the Warriors to do that. But the Warriors are saying is, no, 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 no. We can't mess around with that right now. We've got to get as many wins as possible and play the trusted vets right now to, to, to because those are going to be the guys that are going to be playing then anyway, right? It's about can Iguodala play 15 minutes a game and over a 10-game stretch here at the end of the year, 15-game stretch here at the end of the year, and hold up physically. Because if he can't, then you're not going to have him in the playoffs. And if you don't have him in the playoffs, well, then maybe that opens the door for Kaminga to, to get in there and, and get uh, another opportunity. 888-957-9570. Zach in San Francisco next here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Zach? Hi, thanks a lot for taking the call. I I actually think that that game was lost by Kerr. I think, it, first of all, Kaminga, I don't think Kaminga made any mistakes to get off the court. He's by far the best perimeter defender with Wiggins out. He's the quickest. He's the most athletic. He didn't get any calls. But the reality is Iguodala's done. He's garbage. He's not average. He's not below average. He's lousy. He never looks to score. He's got his back to the basket the entire time. He's an absolute zero on offense, and he really can't even defend very well anymore. So they need to get the roster spot out. They should have not even taken a roster spot for him, but they need to get him out. They shouldn't be planning for him playing for the playoffs because he's a minus on the court. Well, he wasn't a minus today, and and thanks for the call. In fact, he was a, a plus 11 for the game today, and I kind of was joking early. He he did look gassed two, two runs up the court, and it looked like, wow, is this guy going to need a sub already? I mean, he was kind of grabbing his shorts and – hunched over, and, and it looked like he was breathing hard, but the Warriors also quickly had an 11-2 run. They had a, a, a plus-14 run in that stretch, and he ended up plus-11 for the game. So it's just factually inaccurate. You know, I, I hear you. I, I probably wouldn't have brought Iguodala back. It does feel like it's a little bit of a, a scholarship move, and I wholeheartedly understand the Warrior fan frustration with, hey, you sign him, and then he's not around. I'm, I'm just telling you – the Warrior fans, the Warriors planned for it to be like this. Like, the Warriors were totally accept. The Warriors did not think Iguodala was going to be playing 50 games this year, you know, 15, 20 minutes a night as a backup wing player. Uh, you know, they, they, they signed Iguodala and basically kept the slot open for him from the parade all the way until he decided to come back. And remember, he took some time to, like, get his affairs in order before he even joined. Like, he was never... It was almost a – he didn't really want to do it. He didn't really want to do it. The Warriors kept holding it open, kept holding it open. All right, I'll do it. All right, guys, you really want me, I'll, I'll do it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do it, uh, and, and I'll come back. I, you know, I, I do go back and forth as to how much he can help, but again, I, I got to roll with what the Warriors are saying about him. And, and if he can't physically hold up, which at this point wouldn't surprise me at all if he can't physically hold up down the stretch and ends up being a non-factor, but you got to find out if he can or not. And the reality is, and I know it's painful, the reality is Iguodala today was a better player than Kaminga in his time on the floor. He he just was. And you know Kaminga couldn't hit a shot inside. He was wildly flailing in inside. He he missed defensive assignment for a basket. He he didn't have energy really early. It was and this is the thing that has been an issue with Kaminga. And I don't want to make today about Kaminga. I mean, I know it always turns into it's funny. The Warriors lose, it turns into Jordan Poole isn't any good. What the hell's going on with Anthony Lamb? And you need more Kaminga because Kaminga uh, typically, uh, you know, part of the reason why the Warriors lose, he he didn't necessarily play well and if he doesn't play well he doesn't play as much and it's I, I don't want like today wasn't on Kaminga he was one of many like Clay Thompson stunk today Clay Thompson was awful today you look at his 22 points and you think maybe he he wasn't but he he was not good in this game today and, and the Warriors got cooked on defense when he was on the floor in this game today. So there's, there's plenty of, this guy was good, this guy wasn't good to, to go around. I mean, Steph really wasn't good early in this game either. Uh, but, you know, it's Steph, it's Clay, whatever. Your best players have to have to play and have to, you know, try and impact the game. But, so I don't want to turn this into the, you know, about, all about Kaminga and who, you know, trying to, like I'm blaming him for, for anything. But he's going to have good games. He's going to have bad games. And he's a young player. And, you know, the truth is that the Warriors are not going to wait around to, like, they're they're not going to play him now to have him later. Because the reality is they have more trustable players for later if they're fully healthy anyway. And so I think they like his progress. They've carved out a specific role for him. He's played well in that role. He's going to get opportunities moving forward. It's not like he's not going to play at all, uh, I think, even in playoff games. But it's just not going to be necessarily as much as, as a lot of the Warrior fans think. I, it just feels like a lot of Warrior fans think that Kaminga has just made his like role. Like, they only see the good. And they don't see any of the bad. And when there's bad, it's like, man, whatever. Let him play through it. Let it, let him play through it. And that's just that's just not how it works for for a young player on a team that has championship aspirations. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. John Dickinson here. Warriors wrap up ninety five seven. The game. Lakers beat the Warriors one thirteen to one oh five. As the Warriors keep not being able to get the job done on the road now as you go all the way back through the last month for the Warriors, and they are struggling on the road uh, as you look at, at their record overall now. Seven 
uh, and 24 on the road are the Warriors, and the Warriors have just they, – they can't get it together. They've lost these last two to the Lakers on the road. They lost to the Clippers on the road before that, uh, and you go back before even that, and they lost to Portland. And so the Warriors really ineffective. Their last win on the road was a month ago now when they won in Oklahoma City, and they're going back to Oklahoma City now. Uh, and, yeah, you got to go all the way back to, to January the 30th in Oklahoma City when the Warriors were able to win that game 128-120. to 120. They've lost at Minnesota and Denver since, at Portland since. They lost to the Clippers since then, the Lakers, and then the Lakers again. So six consecutive games now on the road that the Warriors have Lost eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. We'll hear a little bit of Steve Kerr. We'll also hear a little bit of Dante Divincenzo. We also got to get to uh, our secret sauce of the game and the hardest working player of the game here between now and when we call it at afternoon. But uh, let, let's get to Adrian in Danville next on the phone lines on ninety five seven. The game. What's going on, Adrian? Hello. Hey, what's up, Adrian? Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, like, I knew the Warriors were going to lose today. I don't know if you look at it, but they never play good on early games. And in L.A., you know, Clay Thompson gets psyched out in L.A., maybe because he's played in front of his father and all that. But he just doesn't have very good games. But before this game started, I just knew that they were going to lose. It just, for some reason... You know, they get spiked out over there at the, you know, the Laker house for some reason. And, uh, you know, I I just – and also, I also kind of don't really agree with you about Kaminga. I think, you know, Lamb has had terrible games too, and he's out there uh, the next day. So it's not – you know, I think Kurt just – Kaminga has to, like, play really good or else he's not going to get in there. And, you know, they – Everybody has a bad game. Thank, thanks for the call. Yeah, like, like Lamb, Lamb's mistakes are the kinds of mistakes that coaches are more apt to live with for longer if you can make some three-point shots here and there. I think that's just the reality. And Lamb is a little bit more of a polished player at this point. He's a little bit more of a, of a low-floor or low-ceiling, high-floor kind of a player where Kaminga is is more volatile. You might get some really high highs, but you also might get some some really low lows. But I do think it's it, it is a tricky one with the fans and I get it because Kaminga his athleticism and his swag when he's confident is elite. And you want to see him get out there, you do want to see him dunk on people and you do want to see him be a part of, you know, a dynamic where he brings something that that the other warrior players don't have like he when he's on his game is a real nice compliment to all of the shooting and the passing and the basketball IQ and all of that and when you can get Kaminga to fit his game in that box where he's moving the rock and getting it back and cutting and and you know hawking the ball defensively you know when when he's on it it you like it and you you're like damn yeah I could get used to this for the next 10 years and I think the high highs, though, with Kaminga and the flash plays that stick in everybody's head, you, you, you want to see more of that. And I think because you want to see more of that, you're willing to let 
some of the negative play goes. Like I guess in the fans' eyes, the highs carry more weight uh, than than the lows, and coaches' eyes, it's just it's just different. The lows offset the highs at a much much higher rate, which is why he gets the the shorter leash in in some of these games. I think a lot of it today was just the matchups and the way the Lakers have defended him. These last two games head to head, they've just dared him to shoot from the perimeter and he's just gotten lost in the in being uncomfortable of do I shoot? Do I try to drive? They took away some of the cuts that had made him successful on the home stand. Again, it happens. Like I'm like he'll be out there playing in Oklahoma City and he'll probably play a lot better than he did in this game. Like it's not like his you know, season is shot or his career is over or he's not going to play you know for the next for the next week but Steve Kerr has other options to throw in the game and now that he has a few more than he had a couple of days ago and he may have a few more between now and the end of the year and Wiggins and GP those opportunities for Kaminga are going to have to they're going to have to be uh, you know he's going to have to play well and play well quickly if he wants to maintain that time on the floor and and today uh, was just not one of those days. All right, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson on Warriors Wrap-Up at 957 The Game. Let's get to our hardest worker of the game, brought to you by AC Transit. Beasley drives on Lamb, stops and pops. The jumper's too strong. Draymond, good box out, pulled down the rebound, leads the charge up the floor, right down Broadway, layup good. Draymond going coast to coast after the board. And Golden State down by two. Yeah, Draymond had it today for the Warriors as uh, he found some buckets inside. 15 points, three assists. They took some of the passing stuff away, eight boards. Draymond had the the, the high motor going, I think, in this one to try and bring the Warriors back uh, in L.A. after getting checked out, got that hand checked out, came back with it wrapped and uh, did did everything he could to try and lead the Warriors back. In this one, your hardest worker of the game, brought to you by AC Transit. AC Transit is looking for hard workers and is offering a $2,000 bonus for new bus operators and journey-level mechanics to join their team. For complete details and to apply, visit actransit.org slash careers. That's actransit.org slash careers. Just looking at the box score here, and uh, again, I hate I hate keep to keep coming back to it, but... Anthony Lamb had the best plus minus of anybody on the floor today. Lamb, Lamb and Iguodala, the two players who literally took Kaminga's minutes, had the best two plus minuses for the Warriors in the game today, plus 17 and plus 11. So when you're looking for why did Steve Kerr play them over the other, I know Lamb did make some mistakes that, that make your head spin in the game. I pointed out that sequence at the end of the third quarter. But it, it is pretty simple. And, and look, I, I do hate doing that. Like, like come down Clay's Road. If you, want, if you want to get upset, you want to get frustrated with your Warrior fan, come down Clay's Road for, for, for not having it today, right? And, and I get it. He's been awesome for the last two months, and he's a four-time champion, and he's a future All-Famer, so you don't want to do that. Like, I get it. You know, nobody's coming down Steph's Road when he's the face of the franchise and hadn't played in a month. Totally get it. But for the Warriors to win this game today, I mean, Kavon Looney has been – tremendous for the Warriors this season. You could make a case he's been their their most valuable player. He got he got it handed to him today. You know, not the best matchup for the Lakers, you know, for the for Looney against the Lakers. You know, he got it handed to him today. Like there were a bunch of different players on the floor before you start getting into, you know, Poole, while his plus minus was plus four, you know, he didn't shoot it well. And Poole's got to shoot it well, I think, to really put an, an imprint on the game and score. 
uh, to put an imprint on the game and play make for others, and, and he didn't really do it. You know, Jamichael Green didn't give him anything in, in this game today. So it just, I mean, there, there were a bunch of different reasons why the Warriors didn't win this game well beyond uh, Kaminga, Anthony Lamb, and, and Andre Iguodala, although Iguodala, part of the equation is he was available for the first time since the middle of January. All right, 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's hear a couple of minutes of Steve Kerr as he addressed the media following this loss down in L.A. Again, talked a lot, just taking the success at home on the road. Where, where did you see the lapses tonight? Fouling fouling early on uh, for sure and then I thought there were some key stretches in the game where we got a little careless there was a uh, a stretch in the third quarter where we had um, I think three possessions in a row where it looked like we had an advantage and if we had executed we could have gotten some good shots and uh, and we just didn't sort of sort of semi-transition we didn't execute and we never could quite get over the hump I, I love the way the guys competed and uh, they played with uh, with good energy good chemistry um, you know we just we just couldn't get over the hump on steps for back. He looked great. Yeah, it's great to have him back. He's, um, you know, he is who he is. He strikes fear in our opponents and uh, opens up a lot of things uh, for his teammates. He played Lamb, I think, 27 minutes. Uh, he's no longer eligible to play. Um, do you need, I mean, I know you're not necessarily pulling that lever, but do you need him on the roster? Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to have Lamb on the roster. He plays an important role for us because he connects a lot of lineups with his ability to space the floor and, and shoot the three. And then he, you know, he just plays the way we've always played with, you know, 0.5 basketball, make a quick decision, drive it, pass it, shoot it. And then he's big and versatile enough to to guard multiple spots. So he connects a lot of our lineups. Um, when we play two bigs, we can have him at the three or or you can play him at the four. Uh, so he's he's been really helpful for us this year and we'd love to get him on the roster and we'll see what happens. When a guy comes back, usually it's a little deal out. Is Steph or even any of that? Well, there's no process with Steph, but there's a process lineup wise. You know, you win win five in a row playing a lineup and and different combinations, and then that that changes. Um, so it's just um, you know you got to get used to the new rotations. Probably tough for Jordan to come off the bench after starting for, for a, a number of games, but uh, it's all part of it. You know, we just have to uh, to to stay with it. And I like I like where we are overall. We just got to keep going. Necessarily tonight, but through big picture ones, I understand there's been pairing victories certain games, but are there any common games that explain that road home discrepancy? Uh, I've been asked that a lot this year, and it's it's um, difficult to uh, to pinpoint anything. Teams shoot way better from three against us at home than they do at Chase. Um, again, that wasn't a problem tonight. 11 for 33, you know, and after the first quarter, we held their free throws down. So I thought we executed def- defensively well tonight. This was not a game where I walk away saying, what what were we doing defensively? Uh, I like the defense. It was it was pretty sound, um, but they did a great job. Darvin's done a great job with this team. You know, he's really, you know, found combinations that, that work. He's had to deal with, you know, injuries to LeBron and AD and they made a great trade, you know, over the, the deadline. And then, so they're you know, they're, they've improved quite a bit. So I thought they played really well. They only turned it over uh, nine times total tonight. And uh, that was a big, big part of the game. Uh, and I think they got, they ended up with four more field goal attempts, four more free throws on uh, a game like this, you know, that's um, basically six possessions. Um, and that's, uh, that's the difference in the game. 
All right, so Steve Kerr there with uh, his discussion of the difference in the game, of course, asked about uh, Anthony Lamb. And, and yeah, just, just too many fouls early, bad defense early. Clay had some brutal turnovers uh, in the game early uh, as well. And, and they get down 33-18 as we get to our secret sauce of the game here, brought to you by Proposition Chicken. And uh, why did the Warriors win or lose? Uh, we always talk about it. It's sponsored by Proposition Chicken, the secret sauce of the game. And the secret sauce was bad first quarter defensively, bad fourth quarter defensively for the Warriors. 33 points allowed in the first, 35 points allowed in the fourth, and then bad offensive quarters in the first and third, and the Warriors unable to overcome it. They essentially erased the first quarter in the second quarter, but couldn't erase the third quarter in the fourth quarter. He put up a couple of 18s in today's NBA, and that's just that's just not going to cut it. Uh, but the Warriors did lose the game tonight uh, in a, a couple of ways. This afternoon, Warriors lost in a couple of ways that they hadn't been losing this season. Warriors have been exceptional this year when teams don't make 15 three-pointers and when the Warriors hold their opponent under 115 points. Warriors lost for just the fourth time this season, 24-4 and four now, when they hold the opponent under 115 points. And so, yeah, the defense wasn't great. Too many fouls, easy opportunities, you know, paint points. Lakers got 40 in the paint. Anthony Davis able to put it in and get to the free throw line a lot. But the Warriors unable to to really overcome it, except for a couple of little hot spells from, from three-point range. Uh, in this one, but uh, yeah, you can't you can't be putting up multiple eighteen point quarters. I I think as much as the defense was an issue, I I really go back to the offense today for the Warriors as being uh, the reason that that the Warriors lost this game is the, the deciding factor. Two quarters for a team that had Steph and Clay and Draymond for that matter. Two quarters under twenty in enough to get it done, and so uh, that the secret sauce of the game today. Brought to you by Proposition Chicken. Fried, flipped, fake. This chicken goes three ways. Now available in eight Bay Area locations, with the newest location being the one in Novato. John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up, 888-957-9570. Let's get Jesse and Santa Clara in here next on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Jesse? Hey, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk briefly, um, you know, I was just, uh, I think a lot of Warrior fans right now are being super overcritical considering that Steph Curry's return after the injury. I mean, the last four games that we won, I, I got to believe the coaching staff's focus and everybody's player as a role was all different. And now you bring in Steph Curry, you know, the most dynamic player in the league. I mean, things are going to look different. I mean, I'm sure you're looking at Poole and, and Clay and all these players to step up offensively. You bring Steph Curry back. I just think there's got to be a little bit of an acclimation process going there. And I, don't, I, don't, I, I feel super confident as a Warrior fan going forward. They're going to get it together. And that's pretty much all yeah, I, I think – I think you do have to allow for that today, Jesse. I think you're you're spot on. I mean, you know, the starting lineup is different. Steph went right back into the starting lineup. Nobody has a problem with that. Wiggins is still out, so you've got a decision to make. Do you keep DiVincenzo in, or do you roll with the small ball lineup against Poole? I think Kerr went DiVincenzo because of the Lakers' size and length. Playmaking for DiVincenzo. 
Poole has not necessarily played as well with Steph and Clay on the floor as he has in the past, so you roll with DiVincenzo. That means Poole's going back to the bench. That adjusts the role. The Warriors also plugged Iguodala back into the fold. And so Iguodala gets thrown back into it, which impacts others' minutes. Again, Jonathan Kaminga's minutes. Kevon Looney wasn't as effective, and the Warriors really – didn't have any other big to throw out there. You know, this is the kind of game, and I know there are very few of them, and when the Warriors are rolling, they want to play small anyway, and I get that's why the Warriors don't just stack bigs you know, on the back end of their roster now, to you know, just-in-case type scenarios. But, you know, today is one of those games where for a few minutes having somebody in there that can just bang around a little bit uh, on the on the glass and just clog things up a little bit in there for for a guy like Davis who was having his way on the interior some. I, I do think today is the kind of day where there could be a little bit of potential to where a guy like that may be able to help, but there's just so many games where, you know, it, it's not – it's a few minutes here and there. And, and again, in the playoffs, the Warriors are probably going to play small in those instances anyway, so it's not like this player is going to be guarding all of the great bigs in the league in every single series. The Warriors just don't do that. They want to run bigs off the floor by, by playing smaller. But in the regular season, sometimes grind of it, I, it does help to have somebody that you can throw out there for a few minutes here and there in a game where Looney just doesn't have it and you don't want – to, to expend Draymond and Jamichael Green's not really built for this matchup and, and so uh, the Warriors wind up looking a little small at times as they have uh, when they haven't, you know, when, when they've been uh, beaten uh, and handled by certain types of teams and, and I'll say it, a few people on Twitter coming at me a little bit, like the, Laker, the Lakers have not been a good matchup for the Warriors I mean, it, the Warriors beat uh, Lakers, the Warriors beat the Lakers on opening night when it was basically an extension of last season. And then you look at, at today, I mean, the, the Warriors have beaten uh, or had lost to the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers beat the Warriors without LeBron now twice, without LeBron and D'Lo twice. They beat him with LeBron and D'Lo one time. And, you know, this is they, – they faced the old Lakers with Westbrook and all of that. They, they handled that team back in October. This team – and again, you got to give Steph some reacclimation period time. I think there's no doubt. We'll see how things go on Tuesday and and, and moving forward. But yeah, the the you know, the Lakers are a team that I I don't think would be a comfortable opponent for the Warriors if it was some kind of a play in tournament elimination game uh, type type scenario. So uh, let's go ahead and hear a couple of minutes of Steph Curry. And then we will call it an afternoon here on a Sunday on 95.7 The Game and head toward Tuesday and the Warriors and the Thunder from Oklahoma City. So here's a couple of minutes of Steph in his return playing for the first time since February the 4th. I felt great. I mean, I usually the uh, the approach, knowing how I work and, and my rehab return to play and all that is pretty generous in terms of the um the restriction or the the window i want to hit with minutes and keeping a big picture perspective but to do play 32 pretty intense down the stretch i felt like i got stronger as the game goes on that's always a testament to uh our performance staff my guys i work with and then obviously my discipline just try to uh, approach it the right way that i can safely you know play that, that much and that hard and still feel good obviously not the outcome we wanted I think Coach talked about it a little bit after the game in terms of 
the way that our, t- our roster is constructed, the amount of guys that you can throw in there on a night-to-night basis, the way our guys have been playing over the last, you know, five games and and, and the stretch that we had at home, it's a tough transition for everybody. Uh, you know, with me and Andre coming back and uh, guys just trying to find their rhythm or keep their rhythm, keep their confidence and all that, that's our challenge as a team. We have to maintain trust in each other as we do that because we're all, you know, aiming for the same goal to win the highest level and understand that everybody has to be a part of that. And it's not just about me coming back. It's not just about what Andre can bring. It's we're trying to lift, you know, everybody up together because we need everybody to win. And, you know, this is a a, a tough night on that front, but got to stay optimistic about where we're headed. We played, we played solid for stretches of the game that gave us a chance to win. Feel like you were stepping into that, and you feel good that fans wrapping up the playoff basketball. Yeah, especially on the road, I felt it and it felt great. I missed it a lot. It brings the best out of you, and like I said, as the game gets deeper into it, you try to meet that that intensity and that energy and that level, um, mentally and physically. And it felt great to get thrown back in there, you know, right away. So it's a little sluggish in terms of the skill, the sharpness of your skill set early. And then you start to feel the speed of the game. And like I said, if I get better as the game goes on, that's always a great sign for me individually. And then our team, even though we lost, there are some bright spots for sure. So it felt, felt great. Over the past, since we've been out and playing tonight, just where have you seen the team grow? And where did you feel that tonight compared to the last just our overall defensive intensity and then our mindfulness on the offensive end of how we're trying to get shots. I know we shoot a lot of threes, but um, I think tonight we, for the most part, we have really, really good ones. Um, even when it gets down, you know, last six minutes of the game, I don't mind any of those shots. I think sometimes we talk about like hero ball or, you know, unnecessary threes, but all of them were really good looks. Didn't make them and then, or made, made some, didn't make the last two. And then AD, you know, played amazing tonight, which was was tough to to keep going back and forth. But defensively, um, and you know, our our road splits have been trash all year um, in all categories. So just trying to correct that as much as possible is our challenge. First quarter, we were down twenty, and to fight our way back shows you how much it matters to us um, to try to get over the hump on the road. We just got to have a better start. It's the same thing last year, like you hurt right before the end of the year, and you get back in time to play. And is there enough time to, for the team to gel around you? Do you really feel like any similarities from last year in that, in that sense? Yes and no. Yes, in terms of the time frame we have to put it all together. The biggest difference is we didn't start out 18 and 2. So we have to, uh, I mean, we're, we're still in fifth, even though we lost. I have a, an outside shot of trying to get home court advantage, but the biggest goal, it's weird to say it as like we're trying to win championships, but we're also trying to stay out the play in too. <laughs> so both can be true just based on what our challenge has been this year. And like I said, um, in terms of the rotations and the amount of guys that have played well this year that deserve opportunity, it's a, it's a fine balance between staying ready, knowing when your minutes are going to be, knowing who you're going to be out there with, and finding the right combinations to finish the season strong so that whoever we you know, potentially play in the playoffs, we, uh, we know what our identity is. And that's the, that's, the, that's the challenge over the last 17 games, whatever it is. That is the challenge for the Warriors over the last 17 games now as the five-game winning streak is stopped there. Yeah, sometimes you just miss, and there there were instances in this game where it felt like the Warriors did just miss, and and 
you know, they got good looks, and that's always a question. Do you like the looks you're getting? Do you think you're overshooting from, from three-point range? And, you know, tonight, Steph thought uh, this afternoon. I mean, it's beautiful afternoon here in between break and the weather. Uh, got to get that straight. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes you just miss. And I thought there was a lot of missing. You know, they hit, hit a lot of missing early, a lot of making in the second quarter, more missing in the third quarter, and then they were hitting them in the fourth quarter, but uh, not enough to overcome the 35-point fourth quarter that the Lakers were able to put up. So all in all, there is that adjustment period that Steph referenced, and we've had a few callers reference the fact that you know, it is going to take a couple of games. It's going to take a couple of games, and Wiggins comes back to get him back in and, and come up with the new rotation. And the Warriors have won enough of late to where there still is plenty of time if they can figure out the road stuff to end up I, I think as high as fifth. I mean, fifth is definitely on the table. They're currently fifth. We'll see what – I think Phoenix is going to win a lot between now and the end of the year. They won today at Dallas. I think the Warriors might be too far away from Sacramento to catch them, although there still is one more head-to-head matchup between both Phoenix and Sacramento. Warriors have a couple of games in Memphis here in the next couple of weeks. The Grizzlies are going to be without Morant, and they are in shambles for a number of different reasons. So, So we'll see. But if the Warriors are really going to move up beyond the spot they're in right now, I think they're going to have to do it by you know, really uh, you know, honing in. And it's probably going to have to be a 13-4, and four, kind of a 17-game stretch. And I just don't know if this team has been consistent enough now, 20-19 and 19 without, or with Steph, uh, to be able to go on that kind of a run. But that remains to be seen. It looked like they were cobbling together some momentum prior to today's game. All right, uh, final minute or so here. John Dickinson on Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Some good phone calls today, some good text messages today. Five-game winning streak is over. Warriors now 0-18 on the road when trailing after three quarters. And the Warriors uh, mentioned the 115 for the opponents. The Warriors haven't won a game this year uh, when they've scored – 105 points or less, and again, all of those games, the majority of them coming on the road uh, as the Warriors just didn't shoot it well overall, 39.6%. Below 40%, you typically don't win. The Warriors 0-5 when they're below 40%, and uh, the Lakers do win the season series against the Warriors three games to one, winning each of the last three meetings after the Warriors won back on opening night. Up next, Warriors and the Thunder from Oklahoma City. Uh, Tip-off of that one is 5 o'clock Pacific. That's a 4 o'clock Warriors Live as Damon and Ratto are going to have that one for you here on 95.7 The Game, and then I'll have Warriors wrap-up for you after that one, taking your phone calls and reacting as the Warriors road trip continues. That'll do it for me. Thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios. I'm John Dickinson. Thanks to everybody watching on YouTube and Twitch as well. Uh, Great calls, great texts. Again, we'll talk to you Tuesday. Warriors lose today to the Lakers as the Lakers win it by a final of 113-105. to And you heard it all right here in your home for Warriors basketball, 95-7 the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.